drowning. But the problem I have here is that Peter was in the presence of Jesus Christ. Peter, the disciple of Jesus, he was in the presence of Jesus Christ. He walked on water once, but the next moment he was drowning. Listen, in the presence of Jesus Christ. I want you to get this carefully or clearly. That in the presence of Jesus Christ, Peter was still drowning. That was, and the spirit of the Lord hovered upon the surface of the earth, and darkness was still upon the face of the deep. The Holy Spirit Himself hovered upon the surface of the earth, yet darkness still remained. Nothing changed. Holy Spirit. <laughs> A whole Holy Spirit. He was, He hovered upon the darkness, upon the surface of the earth, and darkness still remained, and nothing changed. Peter was walking on water as instructed by Jesus to come. And in front of Jesus Christ, Peter still drowned. Why? Because his attention was shifted. His focus was shifted. Today, I don't want you to drown. I want your attention fixed on Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith. So, this moment, don't shift your focus. Don't let anyone distract you. Be on Jesus. Jesus. I was the Israelites prayed for a man. They prayed that God would deliver them from the hands of Pharaoh. And God sent them a man, and his name was Moses. So as you have prayed, God has sent me to answer your prayer. Amen. They were praying. The Israelites were praying that God deliver us, help us. We are suffering in the hands of Pharaoh. And Bible said, and the angels of the Lord, there were three, they came down. And said that we have heard your cry. And we have sent you a man called Moses. Ah, but angels came, they could have helped these people. Why did they still send them a man? Just one man. Now, don't shift focus. God has sent it to answer your prayer. Amen. Don't even allow sleep take you off. Now, Bible says in the book of John, chapter 1, the verse 44. Please follow me carefully. Bible said the other day, Andrew, the brother of Simon Peter, because Andrew went to Simon Peter and said, Simon Peter, I have met a man called Jesus, the Messiah. Let us go to him. Now, hear this very carefully. He said that I have met a man, his name is Messiah. And Bible said it was interpreted as the Christ. So Andrew had already told about Jesus Christ. But when we read the book of Matthew chapter 16 verse 16, Bible said that the other day Jesus Christ sat his disciples down and he asked them that who do men say that I am? And Bible said the other people, the disciples would say, men say that you are Elijah, others say that you are Jeremiah, others say that you are this. Then Jesus Christ asked them that who do you say that I am? He had already answered the question by asking who do you say that I am? Now he went further and Peter said that you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus Christ said, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. But my Father in heaven has revealed this to you. And upon this rock, that my church, I will build my church, and the gates of hate will not prevail. Now watch me, watch me, watch me. Don't lose me. He said that, who do men say that I am? And Peter said that, you are the Christ. Then he added, 
the stamp of the living God. But listen, why would we just say that flesh and blood has not revealed this to you? Because already in John chapter 1, verse 44 to 45, and you have already told Peter that we are going to see the Messiah. <laughs> you don't know. And you already told Peter that we are going to see the Messiah, the Christ. So why then who Jesus said flesh and blood have not revealed this to you? But Andrew is flesh and blood. Andrew is flesh and blood. But Jesus said flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. Why? Because Peter went beyond the Messiah that interpreted the Christ and he said, You are the Son of the Living God. That one, until we not add it. Oh, it's, it's good to be here. Matthew 16, verse 16, 17, and 18. Hey, then you went ahead and said, But flesh and blood hasn't revealed this to you. But you see, Peter. Was only told that we are going to see the Messiah the Christ. But he wasn't told that he is the son of the living God. What's the problem or the difference between we and the Muslims? The Muslims, if you read their surah, their Quran, right? They believe in Jesus Christ, but they only believe in Jesus Christ only as the prophet. And there's a part of their surah that the surah chapter 95. I, I preached the Quran the other day talking about the, 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 the true religion. So you can get that message. You know the true religion. Islamic is not a, a, a demonic religion. That's but the difference between we and the Muslims is that they believe that Jesus Christ is only a prophet and not a Messiah. He cannot, God, they believe God cannot be God's God. Are you with me? That's the only difference. But in their Quran, they were told that Jesus is the Messiah. Are you with me? Are you with me? Now, why am I saying this? Peter was that Jesus is the Messiah, the Christ. But he went beyond just the name and he saw that he is the son of the living God. So he knew that not everyone knows. Everyone sees me by the things I do and they know me as a prophet. They know me by the things I do as a Messiah, as a savior. But for you to know me that I am the son of the living God, then you might have had a revelation. And I pray you have a revelation today. And that was a turnaround of the life of Peter because when he got that revelation that he was already told that we are going to see the Messiah, the Christ, he also knew that he was the son of the living God. That was the revelation. And Jesus said that flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. Then he went ahead and said that. He said, upon this rock, upon this, he didn't say upon you, I will do my church. He said, upon this rock. And many people or many pastors interpret the father. He said, upon this rock. And the Peter's name means rock. So he was saying that upon Peter, the church will be built as a lie. Upon, see, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. Then he said, upon this rock, it means upon this revelation you have had. I will build my church. So the church of God is built upon the revelation of Jesus Christ. Not only knowing the name Jesus. Are you with me? Yes, the church of God is not built upon Peter because Peter himself betrayed Jesus. So he cannot be a rock that the church will be built upon. The church cannot be built upon betrayals. Because we already hear in the book of 1 Corinthians, Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11, that no other foundation was laid except that it was laid by Jesus Christ. So did Peter die for the church? Did Peter die for the church? No. Oh, come on. Did Peter die for the church? No. It was only Jesus that died for the church. 
So it is in no way for us that the church is being built upon upon Peter. Because his name is called the rock. No, Jesus meant that upon this rock, upon this revelation. The revelation is the rock, is the foundation upon which the church will be built. And tonight you have a revelation of Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, deliverance is already taking place, God. Thank you, Jesus. So upon this rock I will build my church. Then he went and said, My church. My church. And I said that it is wrong for a man of God to say, I am a founder of this church. Because no man of God died for any church. So we can't be founders, we are stewards. This is why we are having chaos in the church and pastors are fighting against pastors. Or people say, wait, they are here. Because they think that it is their property. But you see, the church simply is the two of us. Bible says that one person is the temple of God. Two coming together makes up the church. Then we begin to understand it is God that created us and we are his property. He is upon him. We are being stationed. Not upon any pastor, not upon any man. Not even upon God me. Are you with me? So it is wrong for a man of God to stand and say, I am a founder of so so and so church. Did you die for that church? Jesus died for the church. We are stewards, we are servants, we are passing. And we'll hand it over to other people to also be reconciled back to God. So, and upon this rock, upon the revelation of knowing Jesus Christ, I will build my church. Then he went ahead to say, and the gate of hate will not prevail. And the gate of hate, uh, hate is, is, is hell, okay? And that is where de- demons are really situated. That was, uh, and as I build my church, the gates of hell will not prevail. It means that demons will not prevail against you. Is it the gates? He says, I will build my church. And the gates, in other words, when the gates of hell is open and the demons are trooping in big trillion, billion, they cannot have you. Oh my goodness. He's not saying one demon cannot harm you. He's not saying that a witch cannot harm you. The gates even is afraid. Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hate shall not prevail. What is prevailing over you is because you have believed. And as you believe, if you have wrong thinking or wrong belief, you will work in wrong manifestations. So begin to tune your mind. Because the gates of hate cannot prevail against you. My goodness. Catch this revelation real quick. The gates. Of hate, 
Now, when I open, when the gates of hate leaves and it's opened, now when you come, make sure you open up and pass, bypass, alright? So when you see that, and I will build my church, so the church of God has been built. You, you are the church of God. You have been built. And I said, even if the gates of hate are open in any way, and the demons are coming, come. Just, they, they cannot prevail. They dare not. The gates of hate will not prevail. So they move to the next person. If the next person is not the church of God, they then prevail. So what is prevailing over you? Ask yourself if you are the church of God. Are you with me? Hallelujah. He says that in the gates of hate will not prevail. But if you read the book of Acts chapter 9, the verse 4 to the verse 5, the Bible said there was a man called Saul, and he was on the road to Damascus, and he encountered Jesus Christ. When he asked a question, Who are you, Lord? Come on, Acts chapter 9, the verse 4. This is why I like to just quote the Bible myself. Paul was just walking to the road of Damascus. He was going to Damascus. And he encountered first Acts chapter 9, the verse 4. 9, verse 4. I want you to see this. And he fell to the earth and heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecute thou me? And he said, Who art thou, Lord? There was a problem here. He said, Saul said that, Who art thou, Lord? The word Lord simply means master. He said, Who art thou, Lord? So he was asking who Jesus Christ was, but he already knew him as Lord. So why are you asking who are you? Meaning that people, Paul, knew Jesus Christ that he is the one who brought Christianity. And to him, people are called Christians. So he knew of the name Jesus. But he wanted to know beyond the name Jesus. There is something beyond the just mentioning Jesus. Most of you mention the name Jesus just to end your prayer. But there is something beyond. So Paul said, Who art thou, Lord? Because maybe I know you have gene, you have body. But what can you do? I have heard your name that you are the God of Abraham, the God of Moses. But can I say you are my God? So who art thou, Lord? That people can pray, Father, if you be the God of this one, but you then answer me. What about the God of Sandra Bush? Mm. Are you with me? So Paul said, Who art thou, Lord? There was something beyond just mentioning the name Jesus. And tonight or today you will see it. Beyond the natural. Beyond the natural. Beyond the natural. So who art thou, Lord? Beyond the name Jesus, beyond just mentioning J E S U I S, and we just shout, what happens next? Is it just any other religion or any other uh, enthusiasm and passion? People are just following all in the name of religion. Bear in mind, Christianity is not a religion. So, who has that law? I'm a shadow of can I do this right now. I was saying in the book of Isaiah, chapter 43, verse 19, that behold, I do a new thing. and do you not know it? Do you not perceive it? Do you not see it? Behold, I do a new thing. 
Behold, I do a new thing. Behold, I do a new thing. Behold, I do a new thing. There are new things happening in your life now. But Jesus is asking, do you not know it? Do you not see it? I'm a shadabah. Isaiah 43 verse 19. One of God. I do a new thing. I do a new thing. But do you not see it? Many of you are waiting for some things to happen. But God is already doing new things because as we are here, it's a, this is a portal. Then God starts descending and ascending. Behold, I do a new thing. You know, the Lord is doing a new thing now. It's even on earth. When the earth is beginning to go supernatural, listen, the earth you are seeing it right now is going supernatural. Let me tell you something. Even the coronavirus that is in China right now, it was created by men. It was supposed to be a weapon to kill another nation, but it backfired. And they are all see, we are going supernatural. What they will come to us for healing? All the medications. You see, let me tell you the two things that can only kill this virus: extreme heat, extreme heat. Then two, I see this: electromagnetic waves. See, when you pray, you know some things. I've got them. Yeah. They should try it. They don't see answers. And let me tell you, this virus is going to pass away quickly. It is not going to exist. It's like, it's not like how we have AIDS and AIDS is still existing. Coronavirus will never exist again. Very, let's just give it three months. Your life as you are seeing it currently is going supernatural. Your life as you are seeing it is about to be interrupted. Maybe you know yourself to be an average personality, but you are getting to the excellence. I said your life is about to be interrupted. You were not meant to be at the tail, but you are going to be the head. We are going supernatural. See, but I have you see. Let me show you why we are going supernatural. See, when you look at the movies they are producing right now, even the wealthy people are going supernatural, but they don't even know why they are going there. You look at Aqua, uh, Aquaman, yeah. the movie. Yeah. You see a man talking to fishes. Yeah. That was talking to you about Noah. But they just change the story. Noah talks to animals and the earth is, but they don't even know why they're doing that. You see Harry Potter. He is the master of all witches. That is Daniel. Daniel, Daniel is the master of all witchcraft. He was the head. He carried an excellent spirit that if he says whatever witches and wizards says, if he comes to talk, that is it, final. It's like Joseph, the people cannot interpret it. But when Joseph comes, that is it. You like movies like Superman. That is Jesus Christ. That Superman can leave a group of people and just go and save one person who's perishing. Look at the story of Jesus Christ. He leaves the next night and goes for one. But we do not know. We do not know. They are twisting the story. They are twisting the story. The earth is going to manage You see, this room right now, this room right now, is getting to a point in this room right now. You won't be able to know if you are in, in heaven or you are on earth. Right, this room, this room. This room, this room, this room. This room, this room. We are getting to a point in this room where you will not be able to know if we are really on earth or we are in heaven. Because the atmosphere is changing when it's, it's going to look heaven. The earth is going supernatural. We are going supernatural. 
Bible says in the book of Acts chapter 2 and verse 17 that and I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh did he say that some flesh no. that, and it shall come to pass in the last days said God and I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh did he say some flesh no. did he say only Christians no. all flesh even including unbelievers that is why they are coming out with such inventions. You see, heart transplants, eye transplants, kidney transplants. They are currently even trying head transplant. Yeah. <laughs> they are laughing. And those things are going to be real happening. And we are going to ask so is this science or is this God? <laughs> I am oh, telling you what is to come. And even soon, USA is going to go down. Russia will defeat USA. You see, Russia has a weapon that USA doesn't think that they have. <laughs> oh, it's good to pray. Yeah. Ah. USA will fall. A weapon that Russia has, when they dismiss it, in one hour, the whole USA is going to go down. The earth is going to supernatural. <laughs> even, even in the Bible, it's even in the Bible at the end time. Bible calls USA Babylon. Mm. Babylon. Or mystery Babylon. I won't talk about that. But I'm telling you that the earth is going supernatural. What we have to begin to focus our mind on the supernatural and not just on the natural. Are you with me, somebody? Yes. Then I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So each and every one of us here carries the spirit of God. We all carry the Spirit of God. And with the Spirit of God, we are limitless. Why are these people creating all these inventions? You see cars and you see other things. In the book of Daniel chapter 12, the verse 4. So in the last days, knowledge shall increase. So they themselves are doing this, but you don't know why they are doing it. But they are fulfilling prophecy, Daniel 12, 4. That in the last days, but Thou, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book, even to the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. So in this time coming, knowledge is increasing. That is why you keep saying, I, you, I see I, iPhone 11 Pro, and you see Max, you see what? They will keep you because knowledge is increasing. And soon you will see the phones, you know all the phones, it's going to be on your mind. Because knowledge is increasing. But a small baby at the age of two can take a phone and call an auntie. Knowledge is in prophecy is being fulfilled. The earth is going supernatural. But you see, one way or the other, the, the, the church is remaining stagnant in the natural. Mm-hmm. But you know, the, the, the good news, the good news is that there are people called the Iamites. Yeah. There are people called the Iamites. Yeah. Who are going to take leadership of the supernatural. Oh, no, no, no. They are going to take the leadership of the supernatural. Mm. Leadership of the supernatural. I, I told you on this first time that even the least person among us will prophesy. Mm. Mm. You see, Mr. Chris. Mr. Chris is just in quotes. He is just someone who just posts scriptures for us to preach. The last Sunday we say preach man of God and he preached about God's wife. And see what God did. Can you give a picture where God showed us an, a, a, a spiritual image? You see, after watching the pictures on Sunday, just this Sunday, 
you will see a jar. Oh, I wish you can really see one. You see a jar here. <laughs> in quotes, I'm just trying to tell that if he be the least person in the ministry and he is able to preach and it causes God to show spiritual matters to come onto the earth realm for you to see in pictures. There was a time in 2016 we were going to uh, a brick and God came in an angel came in the picture. Can you show me that one also? Um, there you see. So, no, this is Mr. Peter. And in Asha Mountains, a mountain is a, a, a mantle in the house of Mr. Peter. And the guy singing Mr. Blocky. Now that's the angel. And we, we didn't even know it. And then three weeks ago, Mr. Celia was also ministering. And suddenly in the pictures, her hands was glowing. So you can even see the bones. And yet all these things are happening and we are just sitting at service and we are just listening. And yet you have an angel by you, you do not know. Yes. <laughs> and your life as you know it is about to be interrupted. You see, you are all sitting down and listening. Usually the cameramen are supposed to be walking around and snapping. Cameraman is sitting here listening to the word of God. He's supposed to stand with us. Please do your work. <laughs> and to tell you another thing also, Thai happens to be a Muslim. Thai happens to be a Muslim. And one day the Lord ministered to me, he said, Please, you're a man of God. Pray for this lady, this lady will be healed. She he prayed for a lady in a meeting. So he, the man who the, the, the camera was taking for me. That lady had a spinal cord issue. She wanted to have something with him. How uh, uh, to operate it? Is she the barista? Is she here? After two days, this girl will sit in here. <laughs> the, 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 the mother of this lady had to come and be crying. Pastor, we don't have money to send her to the uh, What will you do? Well, everything on this door is each other. It's little, someone in Madavid going and crying. It tells you about the intensity of the issue. But he took a Muslim cameraman. No, no, no. You have an advantage. You are not the most a Christian. You have a higher advantage. So today, right now, your eyes are going to be opened. Your hands are going to be anointed. Amen. And I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. All flesh. All flesh. Including your flesh. And I'm ending with this, the book of Isaiah chapter 2, the verse 2. I'm ending with this, so we enter to the supernatural. How many of you want to see water change into wine? You can see it right here. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountains of the Lord's house, where's mine? <laughs> and it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established on in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it. Listen, 
says in the last days there is going to be a mouse of the Lord's house. And this mouse of the Lord's house is the kingdom of God, which is the Christians. We, 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 in, this, in, this, in, this, in this scripture, we are being, uh, uh, we are being said to be the mountain of the Lord. Mountain of the Lord. Mountain of the Lord. Are you with me? And, so, and upon this mountain, which is the mountain of the Lord, that they are going to be what? It's going to be established what? On top of the other. So there are other mountains. There are other religions. There are other people. But we as the mountain of the Lord, we are going to be established on top of them. In the end day, they said, and shall be exalted above the hills. But you want to say that, and all nations shall flow into it. Not few nations, all nations. All nations. All nations. Don't be distracted. All nations shall flow onto this mountain. In other words, all nations are about to flow into you. Look to the next verse for me. And many people shall go and say, Come ye, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of God of Jacob, and he will teach us. Listen, he says, Many people shall say, Come, not few people, many, many people, not few, many people shall come and say, Come, let us go to the mountain of God's house. And what did he say? to the house of God of Jacob and he will teach us you see a time is coming where people will have to stop demonstrating to the government that pay our school fees uh, unemployed graduates <laughs> a time is coming that is going to stop you will see people queuing to our ministry yeah. when the government of Ghana is looking for loans they will not go to IMF. Say that's me. ADB. 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 These are not just fables. These are truths. Our confessions has brought us thus far. Our confessions will still keep us going. There is a mountain which is going to be established on top of other mountains. And men shall say, Come, let us go to the mountain Lord, and let us be taught. You know why you are here? <laughs> Come, let us go. Yeah. <laughs> you know why I am? Come, let us go. And you have come. Yeah. And as you have come, others will come to you also. Yeah. You, know, you know, some of you, very little friends, I live in the world where was in shadow. Come, let us go. Scripture mm. being fulfilled. <laughs> and I, am I not teaching you right now? Yeah. I'm fulfilling prophecy. The prophecy of Isaiah. But he said, and this mountain, come and let us go to, on top of the mountain. So before they can say, come, let us go to the top of the mountain, we must be on top. Mm. Huh? Yeah. Before they can say, let us go on top, we must be on top. In other words, the way of the natural or the way of the worldly people are supposed to see below us. We are supposed to view the way the worldly people get healed below us. But they go to the hospital, it's not bad, medication is good. But by his stripes we are healed. Now it didn't end there also. The way people are buying cars, flaunting cars, and some of you are already giving your boyfriend's pressure because of death spites. There is a higher level beyond cars. There is a higher 
higher level. Many people are queuing at embassies for visa, praying, just to sit in planes. But that is a lower level for us. That was says in the book of Acts. Chapter 8, the verse 26. And there was a time that there was a man called the, the, the eunuch man. And he was going to the temple to go and worship, but he couldn't be able to enter. So he was coming back. And Bible says he was reading a scripture. And a scripture he couldn't understand. The Bible says that God told Philip. But what emphasized that Philip is not an apostle? Philip is a deacon. Philip is a deacon, not an apostle. He Bible says he is a deacon. Not apostle. Deacon, 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 deacon. Usher. <laughs> he was a deacon. And be a deacon. And God said, go and interpret the scriptures to this man. So Philip went in the book of uh, Acts chapter 8, the verse 39. He, he went to interpret. And the verse 39, and when he finished, he was cut out by the Lord. Let's read it. Verse 39, 39, 39. So, and when they were come up on, out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the Enoch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. Listen, move on. So first he was caught. That's to teleport. But Philip was found at Azotus, and passing through, he preached in all the cities till he came to Caesarea. So he was caught up, he was teleported. See, the world are showing us movie about time travel. They are creating a machine, but we are already traveling. Yes. See, many of you are praying for cars and praying for business. God has given us an ability to teleport. But you know, the problem here is that many people have been told that we are humans. Eh? You know that we are humans, eh? As, as being humans, we say what? You are limited as a human, right? Oh, come on, you are limited as a human, right? But the problem here is that this human is made up of two words. You know, this word is the pronoun form of God. This word, he, H, H is a pronoun form of God. When you go to the Nekata churches, you see them saying, They are chanting God. Human is a pronoun form of God. So, what, what am I saying to be pronoun? What we are saying that, okay, uh, Desmond is going. Desmond is going. The, the name Desmond is a noun, right? And now it's a name of a thing, a, a place or an animal, right? But a pronoun qualifies a noun. Are you with me? Which, so you can replace that small with he. So instead of saying that small is going, you can say he is going, right? Yes. So, Bible said, this, this is God, alright? But it's a pronoun. So now we are not, we are not just humans, we are God man. Yeah. But, but the world hasn't discovered this yet. And they are making us think that being a human, you are limited. And that's a big lie. And that's why some of us are not working in the supernatural and we are queuing for visa and crying and praying 34 hours. Until we have discovered this, that we don't even need visa to travel. And if that be anywhere we need visa, we cannot be rejected. Mm. But you know, the problem is we've not discovered that faith to work in that realm. But I told you the other day, a time is coming mm. where I'll begin to walk through doors. Mm. I'll begin to walk through walls. Mm. This is not a lie. I've been, this, I've, been, I've been confessing this since this thing is happening. How, how do I know? In last year, December, there was a man that we invited from USA, Reverend Ernest Bonnie. We went for his his, his his mother's 90th birthday celebration with Minister Peter and Minister Abigail. And when we went, we they closed the birthday ceremony, we were about to leave, and a man came out and was greeting me. And I didn't know the man, the man said, well, he knows me. He said, I can't remember, we met at Atlanta, Georgia, USA. 
<laughs> so there was something like Mr. Peter and uh, Mr. Paul and uh, men of God also shows me that when I don't even know you come to me and say you know me or you've seen me minister somewhere where he's spoken for I don't remember they will tell me to just do something like I already know him. So I also say, oh yeah, yeah, I know you, I know you. The guy said he met me in Atlanta, Georgia. We met, we met. He was coming for me was with a man of God. So we, we, we met, me too. I know me. <laughs> but he saw me in Atlanta, Georgia, and I didn't even know. But I was there. We are God men. Mm. So when you're mentioning I am a human, don't just act, I'm just a human. Be a fool. You are not just. God is not just. Mm. And those of you who say God is the greatest, there is a problem with you. God is never the greatest. God is the great. Mm. Because when you say God is the greatest, it means that for you for there to be greatest, it means there must be greater, right? Yes. Mm. For there to be greater, there must be great, right? Mm. And you see, God said, I swear by myself. In other words, he is not comparable. Mm. When you look around, there was no one for him to compare himself to and no one to sweat with him. So he swept by himself. And I swore by myself, I will bless you until you become a blessing. God is not the greatest, He is the great. Don't be lied. So they're saying, Allah, God is the greatest. That's a big fat lie. We debunk it. We are God men. Say, I'm a God man. I am not limited. I am not limited. I am not limited. I am not limited. Now, we go ahead again in the book of Luke chapter 10, the verse 19. It says that you shall step upon scorpions and serpents, but nothing shall by any means harm you. I said this at all night, and I'm repeating again. Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and the nothing shall by enemies hurt you. Now, let's read one to go. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by you. And what? Nothing. Is sickness a thing? No. Hey, sickness is a thing. That nothing shall by any means hurt you. Is sickness a thing? Yes. Is broken heart a thing? Yes. Is gun bullet a thing? Yes. But Bible says nothing shall by any means hurt you. So when the policemen and the women people are, 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 are safeguarding their life with bulletproof, we don't need bulletproof. When people are going to Abba to secure themselves in their underwear with rings and all that, we don't need it. Because nothing. Nothing! Nothing. So be as we walk here. Don't be scared of bullets. It's nothing. But you know, the problem is you don't believe it. That's why it's not working for you. But if you come to believe it and confess it, there is no way a bullet will touch you anything. You don't need bulletproof. You don't need bulletproof. You don't need to have a You don't need to die anything. <laughs> You don't need to go and consult any lesser gods to win any election. Mm. You don't need to go and consult any lesser gods to go and get husband or to go and get wife. Mm. Nothing shall by any means hurt us. Nothing means nothing, including the viruses. Nothing. You must begin to believe this. Nothing. Not even school fees. Not even receipts. Not even unemployment. Nothing. 
Nothing means what? Nothing. Nothing means what? Nothing. Nothing shall by any means hurt us. Nothing shall by any means hurt us, including you. So when they shoot the bullets, come on. Because we carry God, we are God man. Can you imagine a God being shot by bullets and he dies? See that Paul said that don't you know that ye are gods, yet ye shall die like a man. He said, Don't you know, don't you know that ye are gods, yet ye shall die like a man. In other words, he means that ye are gods. There is no need for you to die, but you only die because you do not know you are gods. Mm. But today you know you are a god man. Yeah. So there is no need to be afraid of death. <laughs> Some of you think it is the will of God for us to die. And you also think that death is a necessity for you to enter heaven or hell. If that is true, the day you got born again, you were in perfect shape to enter heaven straight up. You were in the perfect shape for God to kill you instantly. <laughs> Do you bear with me? Yeah. Why are you still alive? God doesn't want you in heaven. He says that. Pray to the Father, let thy will be done as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. In other words, he wants us to colonize earth to be heaven. Then he wants us to change here as heaven. And today this place is heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep saying this again that hell is not hell because of the presence of fire. Hell is hell because of the presence of Satan mm-hmm. and the absence of Jesus. So anywhere there is an absence of Jesus, that is hell. Mm. And anywhere there is presence, there is the presence of Jesus Christ, that is heaven. Yeah. And this is heaven. Mm. Yeah. We, know. We, know. we 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 know. Now, concluding, many people might also be thinking that, Oh, this thing about the supernatural in this life is maybe for only men of God or for a class of people, for the Holy Ghost. The Bible says in the book of John chapter 6, the verse 44, I'm concluding, John 6, 44, that no one comes to the Father except the Father has drawn him to himself. So no man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draws him and I will raise him up at the last day. What Jesus Christ is trying to say is that you couldn't have come here today just because someone invited you. You only came because he got invited you by himself. God gave you an invitation letter to be here. No man can come to me except the father which had sent me draw him and I will raise him up. So the Lord drew you here, thinking a friend invited you, God himself drew you. Because mm. even if a friend invited you, if you won't go, you won't go. Mm. So God himself drew you here. Mm. Why? That he will raise you up. Mm. Well, 
We are being raised up. We are being raised up. We are being raised up. You were not invited here by man. Not by friend, not by boyfriend, not by girlfriend. You were invited here by God. Solely, solely God. God, 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 God. So except he says you should be here. There is no way. God. Imagine. God, a whole God invited you. Are you not honest? No, think about it. A whole God invited you. Forget I don't pray. Just give God just sit down and we talk you. No one comes to the Father except He draws him to Himself. You are that pressure that God had to draw you to Himself. Does it come to a night beyond the natural? For what? He will lift him up. Can we be outstanding? <laughs>